This is Clayton Howe's Entertainment X. Hey guys, this is a really cool episode. I actually get to interview Jelani in his dressing room at the Minskoff Theater where he's playing Simba in The Lion King. We talk about everything from him growing up to his parents meeting all the way through Broadway. At the end of the interview, after we finished recording, I asked him had he ever felt lost, and he actually had a beautiful story to share about that. So I've added that on to the end of this episode. Just a heads up, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Started from the rhino, now we here. You know it. You know it. I do. <laughs> I do. I love it. I love it. I think that's like the best reference to pop culture with the show <laughs> thanks you know but it's so true i literally started from the run and now we're here <laughs> you did. and you started on tour right no i actually started in a las vegas in production vegas. the vegas production which was like the whole new version of the show because yeah. it had some cuts and edits and it's the new universal version for the show so yes it is and we built it from the ground up so for people who don't know, although I'm sure everyone does, I'm going to get to talk with Jelani Remy right now. He is playing Simba at the Minskoff Theater in The Lion King. Hey, and y'all. It's a, it's a limited run, right? Like, the show's closing. Well, you know, we only, we've only we only been open for, you know, 20 years, so it's we're relatively new to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like it. <laughs> and I love how, they, I love how they, um, they still advertise, like, it's opening week, like, in Times Square. Well, I mean, every night feels like opening night, to be honest, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's so true. I now I read something here about you that you said a while back. Uh, oh if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. <sighs> you did your homework, baby. It's gonna be. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready. I love that. That was passed down to me um, from a mentor, and it's just about you know being ahead of the game, always like keeping your eyes open, your ears open, and just you know being smart. You know, because yeah. in this business, you have to stay ready, and you have to like challenge yourself and and yeah. and. For, Lion King, black of a better term, be prepared, Hello. you know, because any and anything song. can and will happen. Yeah. As it did with me. You know, I was an understudy for Simba. And uh, mm-hmm. it turns out in Las Vegas, something happened to um, the OG and they asked me to step in and I had one rehearsal under my belt. But had I not gone through my script because and I'm a neurotic performer and went through my script and knew the music and knew everything and, and was watching, you know, I, I, I did it OK, you know, and yeah. then wanted to like get better and better and better at it. But. You know, Oprah says, I've heard her say that uh, luck is a moment of opportunity and being prepared, mm. at the sa- you know, meeting at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, because if you're not prepared and you have a moment of opportunity, it's unlucky. Mm-hmm. So Absolute. I love that. Oprah and I. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, baby. I love her. People catch on real quick about that. Now, I love I love this story about how your parents met. Oh, here in New York City? Yeah. On a- the train? On the MTA. So my dad... Uh, Big Papa Jerry used to work as a clerk at the time for the MTA, and my mom would take the train, you know, with her sister. They actually were both, they're both immigrants. You know, they came from Trinidad, my dad from Trinidad, and my mom from Barbados. So they were, you know, here for schooling and study and work, and uh, she kept taking the train, and I guess he caught her eye, and... You know, he asked her out. And, and here's Jelani. Oh, well, I come from a large family. You know, I have three brothers and a sister. So so the, I say I'm the, I'm the baby of the bunch. So they finally got the mix right. So then they stopped after oh. that. Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> they broke the mold when they made you. Oh. Have you been back to Trinidad or Barbados? Yes, I visited frequently. Um, I, I'm due now, especially with this cold weather. Yeah. But um, yeah. one of my plans is to definitely bring, you know, my theatrical experience to them, you know, so they can sort of see a familiar 
face and and some some lineage you know making it here in the states and to know that they can do that too yeah and it's funny that the lion king casts worldwide and actually the girl playing nala in london is from trinidad and tobago no way. so we chat all the time of how, how you know us trinipasse doing it in you know in the lion <laughs> king <laughs> oh my god that's amazing and you go back what two every two years i go back whenever i can um i was back recently for a funeral unfortunately but oh, in the same sorry. token it was nice to you know see family and 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 have that sort of culture in the food you know and the beach and then yeah. get that island vibe i haven't been i've been to some i mean is that so is that considered the caribbean it is it is i've been to some caribbean islands it's crazy it's different it's just the island life it's, it's different it's it not is. like island life in manhattan it's island life like really Oof, not even close <laughs> <laughs> well obviously yeah but yeah, that's that's great. I'm glad you get back there. Now you said you said now going back to that first thing. If you um, if you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Yes. Well, that also applies because I don't know if you know, but I was a swing for the show as well. No, I didn't know. So this. I learned what eight different guys did. I was a vocal swing for Lion King, and that was oh like the goodness. ultimate chameleon because you could jump in at any given time or be um, a baritone, a bass, tenor, oh. whatever. It doesn't matter. You can you're trained to to know what that actor does the entire show. So. It was so cool because you kind of learn how everything works. You know, I learned how many, how so many different puppets worked. You know, singing vocally, how that worked, and fitting in and blending as well, yeah. as well as like your brain works differently because not everybody has the same track in the show. So it's yeah. important to sort of jump in not only on stage but also there's backstage traffic that you need to learn as well. That's almost more important, you know, because you don't want to be in anybody's way or or safety precautions as well. So I love that. So are there a lot of quick changes? Yeah, there are a lot. a lot of quick changes. Also, there's a lot of like mechanical stuff going on with yeah. the show. The, the show is very tech heavy. Wow. Now you go, rewinding back to when you were younger, Jelani, you had actually like learned the whole cassette. Like you did you memorize the whole show? Who's your source? I just did my Who's homework. Your baby. baby, I did my homework. So the Lion King <laughs> was the first cassette tape I ever bought with my birthday money. Why? Why did you buy that? Why not? It was just the newest okay. thing. It was my. It was that time. You it know, was, it was it was when, where, it, was when it just came out, and I loved yeah. it, and I fell in love with it, and I loved the music. It spoke to me. I didn't know that it was really speaking to me, but I. Yeah. As a kid, I just loved um, playing different characters, and I would go through the whole whole tape as one character, go back, go oh, be another man. character, go back, and it gave me such an appreciation for you know the theater and and telling stories and and telling different stories, you know. Sort of getting your mindset to play different characters. And was that the beginning for you? Was that like the beginning of musical theater for you? You know, not knowing, but yeah, I guess it was. That was kind of like your first introduction. Yeah, to because in my mind, I, I envisioned all everything happening around me. Wow. Now, did you? Okay, so as we get older here, did you have a mentor before you got to college? Was before there I some got like to college, someone that supported you through? Yeah, that would your be my shows? high school teacher, Jennifer Foos. You know, she's the one that sort of took me under her wing and and really. Let me know that um, theater was okay for one boys to do, and two, um, yeah, to to know that you have a talent and, and and invest in it. You know, she gave me my first leading role, which oh, was yes. Duty in Greece. Yeah, and um, I worked on that song. He sings, "Oh, what's that playing on the radio? Oh, keep going. Why do I start swaying to and fro? You know that one? Yes. So oh. I worked on it. I was so nervous, and it was opening night, and I got to sing it. And after I finished, um. People clapped, and that's when I got hooked into that theater world. That that like, the idea of giving you know your passion and something you've worked on so hard and something you care about, um, giving putting it out there and it being received. It that connection is like none other, and it, it's it's why I'm still doing what I do. Yeah. Did she give you? Was there like a top three lessons or a top one like something that she would always repeat to you or a life lesson that you kind of 
she, I just, know? she had such faith in me, Yeah, you know, and she really pushed me and she really loved me and we're still friends to this day. Oh. Um, she also threw me into the summer program at okay. the Paper Mill Playhouse. Okay. Um, they do this program of all the kids in high school. They, they come and adjudicate your show and they sort of pick out, you know, what they call rising stars and you get to go to this basically theater summer camp. So I was thrown into this camp with, with kids like me that had this passion and uh, my first year there, um, so we do like a concert to culminate the season, to cul- culminate what we learned in the summer. And it's a big like sort of medley of songs. And uh, the song I got to sing was Endless Night. Really? Isn't that bizarre? That is. That's the same song I'm singing now. Yeah. So, and I didn't even, I didn't even think twice about it. Like because, feet. you know, Lion King wasn't in, that song wasn't in the movie. It was added. So then to, to do it in a theatrical sense like again it's infused into my life and i never even knew never even thought twice yeah when was the rising stars was that, that was 2004 was that yeah, high, sc- that was high, high school. school yeah high school so that was like the end of your high school career you well the beginning of my sophomore year i was nominated for my performance as the scarecrew and the whiz <laughs> yes. and then uh, the following year uh, i got to i uh, then i played one of my favorite roles i've ever played which was the leading player in pippin yes uh, now i i heard you sing um, that was up in Maine. Magic to do. Oh my goodness, it's so That's great. A good one. It's a good oh, one. Oh, it's so great. It's a good it's one. Such a great voice. But <sighs> I loved, you know, the idea of like breaking the fourth wall and like being that sort of like leading player. That 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 was so cool. That was something I I didn't know, and it was a really fun role. And it's yeah. it's it's great. It's great. So you do the summer program at Paper Mill. Paper Mill Playhouse, and then towards the end of that was it that summer was it just one summer you did that or I did it for two summers you did it for two and then you yeah. won well I, won, I, I won one year the second year I didn't win oh. um but you know it's okay hey that's hey that's okay everything happens for a reason doesn't it though it sounds like a throwaway but that is so true yeah it really does and when one door closes another one opens you know so opening doors you go to Montclair okay, State that was an okay segue yeah that was that was <laughs> Montclair I went to Montclair State and University. You, you had a mentor there? I did. Well, going back, guess where the Paper Mill Playhouse Conservatory was? It was hosted at Montclair State of University. Of it was. <laughs> but yeah, and then I got to meet the amazingly talented and, and wonderful Clay James, who was like my, my, my right-hand man. He's, he's now the head of the musical theater program there. Mm. And um, he gave me such a hard time. How? Um, just picking on me and just really, you know, expect putting a high level of expectation on me, which was partly because I think he saw my potential. Yeah. Um, one of my worst stories in college where like I was gonna re- ready to throw in the towel. Let's Are we doing it. that? Oh, we're gonna hear it. So we had auditions as you do, and like they're always like stressful because everybody's trying to give their best and give face and give leg and. I thought I did okay, but um, he embarrassed me in the audition, you know, about my weight and all that because that was a struggle. But the real s- trauma happened when I didn't get cast at all. He didn't cast me in his musical. He didn't cast me, and I wanted, I, and I wanted him to. Why didn't he cast me? Um, turns out we had Chinese exchange students coming, and he then had me teach them the show and sort of, like, work with them and groom them and... I then got to be an alternate one night, but um, that was a totally different experience, and I think that that helped me, you know, reach a whole new appreciation for theater by teaching others, and sort of, you know, having that sort of presence of translation, as well as working together with people to, you know, build a show. And I think that's when I realized that I also love direction. 
know, I also love directing and, and teaching people and setting things. And it was such a cool experience that he gave me that I, I didn't accept at first, but in the long term, really helped me. Why do you think he, why do you think he did that? I think he knew I could handle it. And um, he trusted me. Yeah. Which and did really that cool. did that feel like a failure at the time? Like a big like what the heck's going on? Or yeah. Were you like uh, why are you doing this to me? I yeah. I belong on stage. Yeah. But well, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, I think it's important to be a well-rounded person and performer. You know, it's it's nice to have to know how everything works. You know, we were up in the costume shop sewing as well. Yeah. You know, so it's really it was it was I'll never forget that. Wow. You know, because I was so devastated, but not really seeing the blessing that was in front of me. I think yeah. that's what happens as performers. You, yeah, you set yourself on one thing and you miss out on steps along the way that sort of help groom you. So, Yeah, one of the biggest lessons, a lot of the biggest lessons I learned were from that community theater I worked at because we right? all have one. Oh. And I was backstage more than I was on stage out of choice. Yeah. And I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Like ways of being mm-hmm. is big for me. And what I was the name of your community theater? It was um, Broad Hollow Theater Company. Okay, well, shout out to the Ozpac, Oscar Schindler Performing Arts Center in West Orange, New Jersey. Yes. I did a couple summer shows <laughs> there. <laughs> so this, so let's get back to this Montclair. Uh, that was your senior year he did that? No, that was, was my sophomore year. Your sophomore year. And then uh, next year after that, um, another teacher asked me to choreograph a show that he he wrote. These are rare opportunities for students. Get a student into it. In a I, exactly. So that's like good on you. And for them, know. hindsight, like, I didn't get paid for it. You know what I mean? So they won too. But oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, yeah. I learned so much. And, and like to be able to choreograph something, that was another passion of mine. Um, but in that larger scale. And it was really, really a cool experience. And I loved school so much. And I've learned so much. And I, now I get to go back and see the next crop of kids and, and teaching. I teach workshops there now. So. Yeah, you do a lot of teaching. I Which we'll it. get to. We'll talk about. Oh, we will. Oh, okay, yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, so then, now I don't know how far I'm fast forwarding here, but to High School Musical. Yeah. Was there a lot of shows that happened in between High School Musical no. and Montclair? No, I left school to go do High School Musical. So I, let's hear that. What so was I was freelancing with an agency that I got from the for Paper Mill Playhouse. Come through Paper Freelancing, um, and I was going out for an audition, my first ever audition for Hairspray. Okay. They were looking for a seaweed repla- under, uh, standby, I believe. And that was my first experience in New York City, you know, in an audition room. They had a drummer there, and it was like a big thing, and all these guys that looked just like me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So um, we done a dance combination. I danced, and then they asked me to stay, and then I got to sing, and then we chatted for a while. And this is like middle of senior year. Yeah. Wow. And um, I didn't get it. Hmm. It was a no. Yeah. But... um. Next week, I got a phone call about that same casting agency casting a show called High School Musical. And they wanted to see me for it. So I went in and I did learn the dance combination. And side note, I used to um, choreograph uh, competitive cheerleading. So like that sort of style of dancing and flipping around was like my jam. You're, yeah, so you're I was living my best life in that <laughs> yes, audition, just were. having fun, 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 yes, fun. You were. And uh, s- danced that audition, sang for them. I think I believe I sang Magic to Do, to be honest. And uh, <clears throat> callback after callback, and I was going on tour. So how did you how did you feel after the hairspray situation? Did, did you, you kind of expect it to come, or like not like you're expecting of things, but like did you did you kind of think you nailed it, and then not getting it was like a blow, or was it kind of like a ah? To be honest, really looking back on it. I was super nervous. Yeah. And I didn't know how to channel that energy and I think that's what read. Okay. You know? Um 
Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, that's like a big issue. For that's a big issue. I wasn't I mean, breathing. Like, I wasn't breathing, and I wasn't. I. I don't think I was ready for that. You know. Yeah, but you see what it set you up for. Yeah. I mean, everything happens for. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then you go on tour with High School Musical for yeah. a nineteen hot nineteen months. Yeah. Jeez. It was so much fun. Did you have? And this is just a side question here. Did you have any like gadgets that helped you out on tour? Like. Were there any things you like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I have this, like, a certain kind of headphones or steamer or something? like On tour know? then? Yeah. Yeah. I was n- 19 years old. So, n- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're like, I just have my clothes. I had Doritos. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then, and then that even goes further with your other tours that you had done. Oh, you yeah. Know, more years on the road. Was mm-hmm. there stuff that you're like, I'm so glad I I could this. not leave without a humidifier. Humidifier. Humidifier for sure. Like a portable one. Though. A portable one. Real small. And a steamer as well. What Do you know what kind? Oof. I mean, I love my um, Vix steamer. That's a pretty good okay. one. It's pretty solid. But now there's like new ceramic ones that are pretty dope too. Yeah. Um, I couldn't give you a brand name off top of the dome, but maybe we can find it in the show notes. All we'll Great. see. We'll touch Great. base again. I'll <laughs> see if I can put it in the. So so opening for High School Musical, you go in. You got that. You booked that as like a principal player. No no no. I was or ensemble. That was ensemble. Ensemble. Okay. I um one of my characters also was uh Ben Vereen uh impersonator for like the audition scene for Miss Darvis. Yes. So you know like uh, yeah. I believe in dreaming. Yeah. Like we do yeah, that. Yeah. Um but I loved that show. It was so much fun and it was a start of a lot of people's co- sort of careers. Like um Ariel Jacobs was in that show. Um there's Bobby List, Savannah Weiss, um Helena York was in that show as well. Like there was a whole lot of John Jeffrey Martin who's over at Kinky Boots now. Like it was it was a really cool experience for a bunch of us. Wow. And you were how long were you with that show? Uh, over a year, over a year, over a year, almost two years, um, and we felt like rock stars because High School Musical was such a big craze, and Disney did such a great yes. job, you know, creating the show and bringing these characters, you know, to the stage. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was so fun. It was and so fun. How was that? How was the rehearsal process for that? Was that here in the city? No, actually, we rehearsed it in Pittsburgh, at okay. the PCLO. Yes. Yeah. PCLO. Yeah. So we got to stay in those dorms and. It was such a cool, cool, cool thing. And it was my first time like doing a show on that scale. And I didn't realize like, whoa, like this is like, this, this is it. Cool. Cool. I made it. Super cool. (laughs) Super cool. Did you, did you find yourself like learning a lot of lessons along the way? Working at that level right out of college? Yes. Did you feel ready at that point? Um, I think I was definitely wet behind the ears. So I definitely made sure I paid attention and um, watched a lot of people like Ellen Harvey. I don't know if you know her work, but um, she played Miss Darbus and she's an, a Broadway diva, you know, so so I, I could I could learn from her as well, as well as people that have done other tours, like my good friend Tia um, Miller, who's doing um, who's going on tour with Hamilton right now and just finished Aladdin. And, you know, um, I made friends for life or Travis Walchmidt also became a good friend of mine who's over at Hello Dolly. Yeah. So it's, it was a cool mix of people that have you know been in the game and um, me. Wow. So then at the end of that, we go to, is it, was it like a day between that and. Oh, High School Musical, High School Musical 2. Yeah. Cause then you did. High School Musical 2, yes. Back in the Habitat. In the and habitat. we're playing a principal this time. We played, we played Chad in that one. And yes. it was, that was really cool because that was a brand new concept for our show. So things were changing all the time. And that did rehearse here in the city. There was a little gap in between. Yeah. Um, but then we rehearsed here in the city, as I said, and we went down to Atlanta to the fabulous fox and that's where that show was 
expecting, I think, to maybe go on tour. But by that time, the craze was sort of like, you know, fizzling out. So I don't think that was the best thing to do. So I think they they made a package and licensed the show out to, you know, high schools and other theaters. Which was smart because a lot of schools did it. And it was great music. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, that, it was. It was. And it didn't get like there's much more like, you know, this show, too, that have gotten more praise than that one. I think what and they should have done is combine both shows into like two into, into High School Musical 1 and then High School Musical 2. That would have been smart. And so if anybody's out there. <laughs> yeah, anyone <laughs> listening. <laughs> <laughs> so how much time was between uh, HSM 1 and HSM 2? There was just, a, uh, I believe, a couple months, maybe like... S- and they kind of just rounded the group back up and they're like, hey, guys. Well, we all had to audition again, oh, okay. for sure. How was that? That was just for formality or was yeah. that? Yeah. <clears throat> I think, well, not everybody made it, to be honest, but luckily I did. You did. And now at this point, end of that, end of the second tour, you're now on, you've now been on the road for. Well, that one was just in Atlanta. Okay. That was. That was not a tour. I, I thought it was going to be a tour, but then it right. wasn't. But you hadn't been back in like the New York. No. New Jersey. Besides rehearsing, obviously. Right. For that. So and then cut to that closing, yeah. our closing party, a casting director for Disney was like, huh, I think you'd be great in The Lion King. Isn't that oh my! This is how it ha- this is how it goes. Time and place, man. Is time and place right? Thanks, time Jen Rudin. <laughs> Jen Rudin, come through. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so my Lion King audition was the next day. Yes. And uh, I then went into that audition. Um, I was prepared to sing "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday" by Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Love it. Good song. And uh, they were like, "Great, can you sing on this night?" Oh, getting right to it. Right. <laughs> so I said, and it just so happened, I knew the song from Paper Mill. So I sang it and they said, great. What are you doing right now? And I just gotten home the night before. So I said, I'm just going to go back home. And they're like, no. And uh, the producer and court uh, walked me down to the Minskoff where I then got to see the show. Okay. Hold on. Now I have, okay. So you, you do your callback. The first audition. Callback, audition. Callback, audition. Book, the whole thing. No, well. In one, well, so you do this first. You do this first audition. And they literally, he literally brought you down that night? That day, yeah. Like and then call back the next day to get a better understanding of, 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 of what could possibly work out. And they were rooting for you. <sighs> and they were looking. Ah. And then you go out to, you do you first. Well, I had a callback after callback after callback. And um, then I found out I was going to Las Vegas. <laughs> You've been listening to Entertainment X, the podcast. You can follow Entertainment X on Instagram at underscore Entertainment X underscore. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join Clay next week for another curiosity conversation on Entertainment X. Thank you for listening. Entertainment X.